Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic. Welcome back to another episode of Erotic Embodiment. I'm your host, Katie Smiles. <clears throat> Today is the new moon in Cancer, and I don't usually release things right on the new moon, but there are a couple of reasons that I thought I would do something different today. Um, if you can hear my voice is a little groggy, I literally just woke up. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to pop on really quick and say the following story slash reflection is uh, quite personal, but I just wanted to offer a trigger warning that it does discuss physical violence in a few ways. And so I want to just offer that before you get into this episode, because as I've said in previous episodes, this may not be the episode for you. And should you feel activated in any way by the stories that I offer in this episode um, or by the conversation that I'm sparking in this episode, I encourage you to care for this. You kill for yourself in the ways that you know how. But happy new one in cancer, or and happy new one in cancer. I'll talk to you soon. Wow. Me and my mom, like, when we were growing up, um, violence was like, outside of the home, was really specific. Um, when it was in the house, uh, it was more like, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Um, but when it was outside of the house, it was a little different. Um, so when I was really young, I think like uh, before kindergarten, um, I had this big fight at Tofu Park. And by big fight, I just think the girl was like beat my ass because I was young and I, I didn't I didn't grow up in a, at this particular time, I'm no more than like four. I wasn't really exposed to a lot of fighting. Um, and even noticing that, like, I have to explain why the girl would be my ass. This girl's be my ass. That's that. That's that. But I think it was like multiple days, and I think the second or third day, my mama was like, "Okay, look, either you gonna beat her ass, or I'm gonna beat your ass. Let it be known which one you want." And so I think I ended up winning the fight, but my mom still had to come up there, right? And so. And that particular time, I'm like, oh, my mom was like, you know, don't let, don't, don't let, don't let nobody put, no, put their hands on you. Um, and then fast forward to sixth grade, I got into this, like, real small, but it was a physical altercation with this girl on the bus. This girl hit me. And I was like, don't hit me. Um, and I hit her back. And we ended up, like, exchanging some licks. I would say it didn't really feel like no fight to me. But I remember my mom having a very different opinion. She was like, do you think girls at Spelman fight, right? Like using this kind of language of like, do you think basically is, is, isn't fighting like beneath you? Um, but then as I'm telling you this story, fast forward a year later, there was this other girl. Now the girl that was on the bus was Hispanic or Latinx. And um, she was small, and I think she, like, slapped me open hand. So I was like, I wasn't too pressed about it. Like, I'm going to get my lick back because you're not about to hit me. Ah. But there was this other girl in seventh grade. This girl 
like play sports. And I'll never forget, she used to hang with these two dudes. They used to bully the shit out of me. Like, y'all, I didn't grow up in a house with a whole lot of money. And so it was many a times that I felt like the kids around me was dressed a lot better because their parents had more money. Um, like my mom, I remember like my mom would buy us like four pairs of pants or five pairs of pants and five shirts. And that had to last you all throughout the year. Whereas these kids, I felt like their parents was just kind of like buying as they go. They had, you know, they had a, an abundance or a surplus of resources. And I didn't have that. And they would make fun of me. Like they would talk about how my pants was too short. It was her, this dude and this other dude. And they would talk about, like, how my pants was too short because I'm really tall. Um, they, like, I remember one day in Mr., I ain't going to say his name, but this dude's, like, seventh grade history class, they said I had dick-sucking lips. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Because I'm also keeping in mind what I should have said was, you know, I'm new at this school because um, I transferred. This was my first year at this school, whereas all these kids have been together. So I'm wondering if it's just like, you know, New kid roasting, but yeah, like these kids was really clowning me. And I remember we had like little SSR time. And keep in mind, yes, I am a very sensitive kid. And I'm really just trying to make friends. Like I ain't trying to cause no trouble. I am not somebody that's really about to be picking on people. I, it's not my ministry. And so I just was like, why y'all picking on me? Like the fuck? And I remember we had SSR and I remember I wrote in my journal, like, hey, also I think I'm cuter than her. Like, why are you pressed? So this girl, I don't even know what happened. I think she was like, and I read in your journal that I th- you thought I that you think you cuter than me. Oh, that's how you feel. And I was so embarrassed because I was like, why did you read my shit? First of all, second of all, I do think I'm cuter than you. Money or no money, bitch. All you got is nice hair. But I didn't say all that because what I didn't say and what I think I should say going forward is. By the time I got to seventh grade, you know, I'd had that fight in kindergarten or whatever the fuck. I'd had that fight in what's I'd fight another fight in sixth grade with a girl on a bus. But then I also got punched in the mouth at a like like a boys and girls club. That girl swelled up my lip like really bad. And then so I'm like, I don't and then I grew up in the house of domestic violence, so I think that, that also shapes it. And I'm also just not a fighter in that way I also it's I think some of it is just that like I don't think I'm a win I'm not somebody to think I like think about physical fighting I'm not somebody that wants to fight not like that I'll go toe to toe with you on some some words shit or some bullshit but when it gets physical that comes down I feel like that comes down to personal strength and I'm maybe I just didn't think I was that strong I don't know but y'all when I say this girl hit me like one two and she hit me so fucking hard I was so stunned. I was so stunned. I was like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm not about to hit you back because I think you're going to beat my ass right in front of all these kids, embarrass the fuck out of me, and then and then what? I'm the new, new girl that got her ass beat in, in first period math class. And it's like, I'm also thinking about how I used to have a crush on this dude. He was so cute, so cute. And I don't even know what we did, but he punched me dead in the center of my back. Oh, and it, yo, it winded me. Oh my God, it, it winded me so, oh my God. You, like, 
maybe I'm like, maybe I do need to learn how to defend myself. I don't fucking know. But um, I'm just thinking about all the times that like physical violence has left me feeling unprotected. Um, and how advocacy works. Advocacy work is a different type of violence. Like supporting banned books and working at stores that sell banned books or even like being gaslit by white folks. It's a different type of violence. And when I think about my childhood, yes, I've been emotionally manipulated, but my thoughts around violence are often very physical. Like somebody is going to punch the fuck out of me or they going to say some shit in front of some people that's going to really set me apart in a way that every time I come in front of that group, that's going to set the tone, right? But advocacy work and trying to build policy and thinking about, you know, some of my people that I follow on Instagram that are like, burn this shit to the ground, burn this shit to the ground. I just, I'm having a hard time synthesizing that physical violence that I experienced as a young black girl and my ability to be violent in the ways that I know how to be um, while also protecting myself and not creating a synonymous link between if I defend myself, I'm going to be winded. Um, and even as I say that, I'm like, you know, when that girl punched me that day in first period algebra class, she punched the shit out of me and nobody said nothing. And we, baby, we all black. I went to school in the hood and X homes, like, this is all black. And I see the ways that, like, I'll say something like, you're going to beat my ass. Like, I've internalized a certain, like, you could beat my ass. You can stomp. You, you can't stomp my face in the dirt. But I'm still going to do what I got to do. Like, I'm still going to say what I got to say. And I, I think about that. And I'm like, but, like, I'm getting older. What does that really look like? When we're talking about doula work and advocacy work and community care, what does it look like to internalize a certain type of like, I understand that my body is going to endure a lot of violence. What does that do to a spirit, you know? Um, And what are the ways that we have to fight differently given that we are not out here in the street just throwing hands? Because in some ways, I feel like I, can, I know what to expect with that. But when you get to gaslighting and political bullshit, or also when you think about health care and policy and how if you're trying to make that kind of change, it just takes time. Like, how are we folding in care so that the bodies that are enduring that violence don't die in the process? 
the bodies that are caring for other bodies don't die in the process. 